Welcome to Destiny Revival Ministries Sermon of the Week. Thank you for joining us. You can stay up to date through our social media or give from the link in the details. We hope this message blesses you. Because we must never be rebellious. We understand, call it, see it for what it is, is that the institution or religion has people camped out and they are not enjoying the shade of the cloud of the Spirit of God. And they wonder why that they are parched. It's like a vision of a dry and thirsty land. How many of you have ever watched those National Geographic movies when just before the rain, of the, the, the rain begins to fall uh, from the cloud but, but months and months on end and all the water from the, these big places that carry vast amount and volumes of liquid water that, that accommodate fish, that accommodate the crocodiles and, and all of a sudden it dries out and then you see the ground just parched and cracked. Are you with me? Some you women here will, will, will understand, you know, I mean, if you don't put enough moisturiser on your skin, you know, you st- your skin will start getting dry. Why? So you're nourishing your skin. It's like leather. If you don't put oil on it every once in a while, you've got to nourish the leather. You've got to nourish that. And, and that nourishment and, and the, the moisturiser and the rain that comes from the clouds is a type of, uh, what I'm trying to say is that is the move of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? And there are so many people, the difference is here that in the natural, while we might be able to see with the eye of the natural, so many don't even know that they are in a barren, dry place spiritually speaking, because they have been sitting under a religious uh, 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 dogma for so long. It's the truth. It's true. Or we become like those that experience a move of the Holy Spirit and we feel the cloud of God. Come on, are you with me? The cloud is there. And then all of a sudden the cloud shifts, but we begin to stay camped in what God, what God did yesterday. God is not a yesterday God. He's not a God. Yes, He's he's in our past. He's in our future because God is in every single dimension because He's God. He can be in any dimension and any single one time. He can visit your past. He can visit your present and He can visit your future. But as to us who are movers and shakers of the glory of God in the earth, He's not caught up somewhere in the past and He's not caught up somewhere in the future. He is available to you in the here and the now and God is not wanting us to camp somewhere in some camp that did something I don't know how many years ago and we've gone so far from it that the moment God begins to do something fresh we won't acknowledge it because it doesn't come boxed in this little box of what you once used to call the move of God it it might look different are you with me And, and if you don't understand it if you don't recognise the cloud in the time that the cloud comes you're gonna stay in the heat of the day. So I pray by the Spirit of God, just like these are the reasons why Jesus made statements like to them that have eyes, let them see what the Spirit is saying. Because He wasn't addressing you on the level of what you can see in the natural. He wasn't addressing you on on the side of what you could hear with the natural. 
He didn't say that because he, he didn't say to them that have ears, let them hear what the Spirit is saying because he sat on multiple occasions with thousands of people or a specific group of people that had no ears on the side of their heads. They all had ears, two of them, one on the left and one on the right. So we can't, we can't put God in a box and we can't say that, the, that we know everything there is to know about Him. It suffice it to say regarding the United States of America, let me just go ahead and say this, that, <laughs> let me just go ahead and say this, like just like I've used the Scripture many times in Isaiah the sixth chapter, verse one, the Bible says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. The prophet Isaiah saw God in the time that Uzziah, that the King uh, uh, Uzziah, Isaiah saw Uzziah. All right, let's just make a little separation here. Uzziah was the king, Isaiah was the prophet. And the Bible says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. We don't really sit and stop on that Scripture. We move right along because then we start getting into the seraphim that sit around the throne of God, each with six wings, crying, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. But, but, but what about that first Scripture where he says, I saw, the, I saw the Lord in the year that King Uzziah died. In other words, the cloud of the glory of God is not contingent and cannot be shut up based on who is governing in the land. It does not matter. God is not locked going, oh, we've got a terrible administration in America right now. Oh, what am I gonna do? I'm handcuffed, I can't do anything. Well, we'll just have to wait for the next four years until I can do something. We understand that during certain times and, and, and moments and aeons of time, we understand that when, when unrighteousness governs, we, we know that we're up against and, and we have a, you know, we've got to stand more than maybe in a season where, where we've got somebody that is emitting the values that we stand by as, as born again believers. Are you with me? We understand that nobody's denying that, but God is not limited. God's timetable is not limited or He is not, I mean, I'm just telling you right, right now, God is not even sitting on the pearly gates in heaven right now trying to pawn off the pearly gates because He is not in a financial crisis. Come on now, somebody. This is what I'm talking about. We're following the cloud. That if we will see with the eye of the Spirit, we can pull from the Spirit that which Jesus has already purchased for us into the now and what we can have available to us. Come on, you can be an oasis in the middle of a dry and a thirsty land. God can prosper you in the time when there is a crisis. God is not limited nor is even concerned. God is not even worried. Yet why do we sit and why do we worry? And we all have our 
our moments in the natural. I get it. We're sometimes when we're, we're not in the anointing, come on, that's why you gotta stay in the anointing. You gotta stay, what do I mean the anointing? I mean in the presence of God. If you stay in the presence of God, you will stay in the place of faith. You will be unwavering and you won't allow your emotions to move you and make you make decisions that you end up regretting. Hallelujah. Come on, this ought to bring some faith to somebody here. Just like y'all two together. Yeah. Okay, I just wanna say this, and I was just about to erupt with this, and just like I see a tornado of the goodness of God coming to you guys. God, I just see like, you know, this. it's just, I see a lot of craziness going on, but God says, once the tornado has gone, you'll look back and it's like all the chess pieces will be right in place. Why? Because He's making a way where there seems to be no way. He's moving on your behalf. So God says, don't be moved in this season of time. Don't be moved by anything out there. God says, as you begin to continue to pray and trust me and take your eyes off of the natural, this is a word for both of you. As you begin to take your eyes off of the natural, put your eyes on the Spirit. God says, I'm gonna take you out on the other side. And as I'm even saying this to you, it's like Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego, they went into the fire and there was a fourth man. And God says, I am the fourth man in your season right now. And you might feel like there is fire. You might feel like the weather is crazy but God says you're gonna come out and you, and, and you won't be burnt. You might have a little bit of a smell of smoke and that's about it. You will not have one scratch. You will not have anything come against you, but God says, I will deliver you on the other side. I'm your deliverer and I'm bringing the breakthrough to you even in this time. Amen. We take authority over the AC unit in this place in Jesus' name. We command it to crank out cold air in Jesus' name. Don't be distracted. I'm moving more than you. If anybody's sweating the most here, it's me right now. I'm okay with it. Somebody looking at me, this is really awkward. You're so quiet right now. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not feeling awkward at all. I'm feeling wonderful right now because I'm just listening to the cloud. It's not important what I say. It's important that I say what He wants me to say. Amen? It's a problem. I mean, I, I, I just, I mean, you know, Lord, help us to be delivered from a time and span and a generation that just came and did whatever they wanted without any, 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 just any sensitivity to whatever the Holy Spirit's wanting to do. Amen? Amen. 
I guarantee you, and I like to say, I guarantee you, the early church wasn't sitting there going, well, Paul's up, you're preaching today, Paul, and then uh, Peter, it's your turn today. Well, I was just praying yesterday. I felt like the Lord gave me a special word for you. Won't you guys open up to the book of Second Kings? We're gonna be reading from such and such. I mean, that's not the way they rolled. They did church from the place of manifesting it. Are you with me? They came up and said, in Jesus' name, be healed. That man you crucified, he was the son of God and he gave us the power. Now we can walk in this, that we're operating it. You can have it too. That's the way they rolled. Not only were they following in the cloud, they were plugged into that cloud. I'm telling you right now, they had a special invisible uh, uh, cable that went connected right to that cloud. And it was just like, how many of you, how many, it's just like the picture of being in a go-kart when those, those go-karts and you've got that little wire on the back of the car that touches the metal roof and you can go. As long as that little piece of metal is touching that roof, you can go around. And that's exactly the way we're called to be as sons and daughters of the Most High God. Are you with me? We've just got our, our spiritual antennas out. We're connected to the cloud. And by the way, I'm just painting a picture. The cloud isn't like you connecting some wire up there, like He's up there somewhere. He's on the inside of you. And and we've got to be obedient to the voice of God on the inside. Come on, your spirit is connected to that heavenly cloud. And you can either choose to operate in it or not operate in it. So God, God's not limited. We can't put him in a box. He's, 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 uh, he, he will, God, I, I can tell you, lesson after lesson, just from following the cloud and listening to his voice, God seems to do it differently every single time. I'm talking about when he has had to move mountains on our behalf and, and we just thought, well, how many of you realise that we can have preconceived ideas? In other words, we've conceived a thing before it can even take place and God has to come and say, don't you put me in a box, don't you do that? And God comes and does it some other whole way so that He can show you He's God because we are too, we are too quick to try to put a formula on God and how He does things. God says, I'm gonna come and do it completely outside of the box of, of what, you've, what you've seen me do it before. So now I've just learned to say, hey God, listen, I don't know how you're gonna do it, I might have some ideas here, but I'm not even gonna limit you to my earthly understanding on how it's gonna get done. Now concerning other times, he gives me a blueprint on how to do things. But that's just different and relating to how I'm sharing with you right now. So we gotta follow the cloud. And we've got to we've got to hear it and, and we've got to stay in the position of faith so that we continuously flow with what heaven wants to flow with. You know, God, somebody say this, God has something great and significant that he wants to do right here in Lafayette. Yeah, say it right here. Right here, y'all. He wants to do something significant in Lafayette. And you know that God will send out His Holy Spirit and He'll begin to minister to the hearts of people and they'll either respond or they don't respond. But you think God's short on the people just in Lafayette? No, 
If he wants to do something, he's going to get it done. If he wants to manifest a thing, he will get it done. He will bypass religion. He will bypass all of that stuff to get it done. If he has called us to bring and usher in something, he's gonna get it done. We just make ourselves available. And guess what? If we start seeing people coming from out of state, uh, uh, then you know God's sending. He's sending the ones from, because there's some people on the inside that are, they just wanna listen to the, the uh, they wanna listen to the, the voice of religion. They wanna listen to everything else that wants to take them out of the plan of God. Are you with me? All right, okay. Now look, if you understand there's a significance there. How many of you know Gideon had 300 men? You know that Gideon started out, I believe it was with 20 or 30,000. And then God had him go through this process and God said, no, take them away. And he did specific things. And then right in the end, he says, go and tell them to drink. And the ones that drink with their face looking forward, uh, you know, and there's ones that you're going to eliminate. Anyway, he eliminated everybody until he had 300. All right, are you with me? With 300 men, if you continue reading the Scripture and God's incredible, I mean, I know the hosts of the angels, the hosts of angel armies were with Gideon, but let me go ahead and say this, that, that when he went, they overcame over 120,000 people with 300 men. Are you with me? And let me just go ahead and say this. Some of you might feel like the potter. Some of you might feel like you have some profession over there. But let me just tell you, God says, quit identifying yourself with the natural man. You see the army on the other side where Leonidas was, that army on the other side, that was the new creation speaking and shouting, hey, hey, three times. Are you with me? Come on, can we do that three times here? One, two, three. Hey, 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 come on. Are you with me? So they were on the other side. You've got to see yourself with the eye of the Spirit. And God, that's what we're going to do. God says it doesn't have to take thousands. And so I just feel like we have that blueprint in following the cloud that God is going to raise up 300 warriors right here. And I'm telling you right now, 300 warriors that are going to impact this city this region and it's going to have a global, I mean, it's going to have tremors. Come on, are you with me? There will be tremors that will be felt through the earth that are going to shake nations. Are you with me? That are going to shake nations and cities just from 300 because it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. God can do anything that He wants to. But I'm telling you, we've got to follow the cloud and God is gathering a people. In fact, let me just go ahead and say this. There is, can I just say this? I'm gonna go ahead and say it anyway. God is recruiting warriors to come to the house. God is recruiting a people that are sick and tired of religion. God is recruiting a people to the sound. There is a sound. We are emanating a sound from this house and that sound is going out invisibly. Come on, are you with me? SOS, there is an SOS sound in the frequencies of the air and God is gathering a people that 
are hungry. And come on, are you with me? Come on, He's gathering a people and we, oh, come on. How many of you realise how much we're able, we can do a lot right now and we will, but God is raising up an army here to take regions. This isn't just about a church where we meet. This is about a movement of the Holy Spirit that God is wanting to do something. We're not here just to be another church on another church corner so that we can just play church. We are here to be the church. We are here to be the move of the Spirit. We are here to take this, take dominion, take the kingdom of God by force. And that is what the cloud is saying. So we need to stay connected to the cloud of the glory of God. And oh, I feel the shift. Come on now, there's the breakthrough in Jesus' Name. Come on, come on, come on. I I speak to your spirit man right now. I speak to the lion of the tribe of Judah on the inside of you to begin to step out of every place of limitation and see what God is wanting to usher in for this time in the Name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm not going to take much longer here, but come on. Come on, if you... You realize like we're actually believe in the author of this Bible. That he's alive and well and that he is powerful. The same God of this Bible that, that lives inside of me is the same God that wants to move and manifest through your life. Come on, we're almost done here, I promise. This is why I have to keep on playing the same, you know, I'm I'm like singing and I'm playing on the same instrument, sending out the same spiritual notes on a regular basis because I've got to get you to recognise and and it's kind of like, hey, let's keep on, I've got to keep on sobering us up to, to what God is wanting to say so that we tap into that. Come on, that we are the move of the Holy Spirit. We are, we're, you know, quit. Oh, come on, I feel the wind of the Spirit in this. God says, quit trying to wait for somebody to come to shake your city. Are you not good enough? Are you not called by me? Is my hand not upon you? You put my move out somewhere that somehow God's gonna send. No, no, no. God, God, God I hear the Spirit of the Lord. I'm gonna say this with confidence. We are the move of the Spirit. We are that move. We are that move. And we're not gonna give the responsibility of what God's wanting to do over to anybody else. We say yes, God, to your call. We say yes to your purpose. We are that move. Yes, Lord, you've chosen us. Let's grab it. Let's take it. Let's own it. Let's not walk in some false humility. It blesses God to see His children take possession of His kingdom. He's given us that responsibility. He's waiting for a church to get out of their closets and stop praying 
about how he's going to do it when he said, I left the responsibility with you. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with praying. But if you ask me honestly, two thirds of the two thirds of the name of God is go. Possess the land, take territory. If your prayer is continuously only a prayer that keeps you in a closet, then I question the prayer that you have. But if your prayer brings you to the overflow of becoming the kingdom of God, then you are praying the right way. Oh, somebody. Prayer is empowering. Prayer never goes to the closet and reminds God of what He's got to do in the earth. Prayer is you going to God and saying, Lord, help me. Give me the wisdom. Give me the understanding of how you want to manifest your kingdom inside of the earth. Amen. I'm almost done, I promise. I really, I do promise. If it goes, I'm just making sure we don't go beyond the 12.30 mark. Checking my, my time. Some of you have got a roast in the oven. Lord, I pray for healing to their roast in the oven right now. Heal the roast and not let it be any more. Let it be perfect. Let it be nice and moist, juicy. Yes. We're the roast. <laughs> You're being roasted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Qu- come on, quickly. Get it. Get it, get it, get it. Run. Run, run. Run, run, run Forrest. Run. Grab it. All right, go ahead. Thank you, Jesus. I was directed to John 667. When Jesus asked the disciples, are you leaving too? (laughs) Are you going to go? Or are you with me? Come on. He's building an army. Not many of you will stay, but those who do are the soldiers. Hallelujah. What is your profession? Sons, not Christians, not believers. Come Daughters, yeah. come on. What is your profession? Come on, come on. Yeah. preach. Yeah. That's good. Come on. Oh, yes, go ahead, Jackie. All right. Now, if we go past 20, uh, 12 it's, 30, it's, it's my, not my fault it's, anymore. It's my fault. Okay. It's not my fault. No, 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 you're good. I'm just saying. While you were speaking. God showed me the upper room with the 120 men that were on, had the tongues of fire. And there were more that were invited, but only 120. Yet they went out and put 3,000 more. Hallelujah. And that's when you said that, that was a vision of what you were talking about. Hallelujah. Come on, Jackie. (sighs) was awesome. And I'm not a sculpture. 
and I'm not a blacksmith man. I'm a show, soldier of God. And Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. I believe that 100%. So it's what you are. What happens? What, what's going to happen when we start, when, 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 when God is, we recognize what we're at. God is calling the 300 or the 120. That 120 on the day of Pentecost, 12, 120, the 120 on the, Pentecost, on the day of Pentecost shook the world. Literally, we are here today because of the day of Pentecost and the 120 in the upper room. With 120. God, it doesn't take much. It just takes people. It takes people that will just abandon themselves to the purpose of the kingdom of God. The only time that there is that 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 there is a there is a striving is when it, it's still it's my ministry, my anointing, my, 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 my. And we cannot just come and submit to what God is wanting to do with our gifts and talents that He has. It's not your anointing, it's His anointing. It's not your ministry, it's His ministry. Like, I mean, for real, let me just go ahead and say this. If I had it up to me and it was up to my way, I'd go to Hawaii, thank you very much. And I don't think half of you would be able to blame me for wanting to go to Hawaii. Wouldn't y'all like to be in Hawaii, the beautiful beaches? Come on, if, if it was up to my flesh, I would go to Hawaii. But God said, Lafayette. So I died to my agenda to come here. So guess what that means? Anybody else that, I don't have the luxury of an agenda and you don't get one either. Because we're all dead. We're all dead to ourselves for the purpose of the kingdom. And when we're fighting it, and when we're fighting it, it's just only an indication you're not dead yet. Oh, it got real quiet in here. But what happens when we're gathering and we're gathering and we're increasing and then we decide, okay, guess what? To next, in a month from now, all of us, we're going right to Opelousas. All 300 of us. We're gonna rent the biggest facility over there. And God said, and I've really been feeling this. The Lord says, begin to contend for the supernatural in signs, wonders and miracles. Healing. Yes. The healing power of God. Release the healing power of God. Start operating in the power of, of, of healing. And it's gonna happen. What happens when 300 of us go to Opelousas? What happens when 300 of us rent the biggest facility that we can and we go to New Iberia? All of us together. It's, I can't do it all. We can't do it all. It's gonna have to take 300. It's gonna take, well, I mean, 120, 300, whatever. The point of the matter is, is when, when, when we go in, we will literally say, I'm telling, can you not see it? We are becoming that move of God in a region. And before you know it, this whole place is gonna be shaken inside and out because of a people who dare to believe that they carry a movement of the Spirit on the inside of them. Come on, dream with me. Come on, I declare uh, by the Spirit that there is a, 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 a conception, a spiritual conception that takes place as you visualise what I'm talking about. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The alarm is being sounded. 
Where are the 120? And it's not that we don't wanna use other people, but we're here building relationship with people. We know those that labour among us. We know where their hands have been. And so we've got to be faithful to steward that move of God. We don't want people with an agenda coming and filthing and muddying the waters. We're not going to have it. This is too pure. This is too holy. Well, we're going to have teams. We're going to have teams of people all the way. We're going to have teams of people are just going to go. I'm telling you right now, and watch, I'm going to tell you, every one of you listening to me in this room, you will see the miraculous power of God flowing through your very own hands. You will see the power of God flowing through your hands. Miracles, deaf ears opening, blind eyes opening. The crazy creative miracles are going to come forth from your hands. I didn't plan to go where I'm going right now this morning, but you can tell. I mean, you know, there's a shift in the atmosphere. What are we doing? We're following the cloud. Hallelujah. So powerful. I'm telling you, and and as I conclude here, we're not playing the games of numbers. I'm not interested in numbers. I'm only interested in hungry people. We're not playing the game of numbers here because listen, there are churches right here that have a whole bunch of numbers and have done nothing. And I'm not knocking. That's not me being critical. I'm not being critical. But if we think that everything that we have going on right here, just like any other region, if we think that's all there is, then we're playing, that we've lost the plot. We, we, wake up. Yeah. It's not me being critical, but that's the kingdom that we see is not all there is. There's so much more. And this is why we are a voice in a thirsty and a dry land that God has sent us, sent us here where there's a, there is a well. God is bringing, digging up a well. There is water coming out of the ground. There is oil coming out of the ground. There is something alive that is happening here. And God is wanting us to come and drink of that well. This is, come on, this is the voice of one crying in the wilderness. This is the voice of, listen, if we keep on doing what we've already seen, we're not going to get the job done. Whom shall I send and who will go for me? That is the sound of heaven speaking. Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. I'm telling you, prophetically speaking, there is an anointing coming upon you, even a greater measure, even from this day. Not that there was any less, but there is a consciousness, a, a reality, and a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a spirit of revelation that is visiting you that the power of God is going to so just overwhelm you. You are, you are in fact, as you go out there, it's gonna be like a fire shut up in your bones. There is a brand new, come on, there is a brand new experience 
demon coming on the inside of you. It's the joy of your salvation that you have not experienced for a very long time. And people out there are gonna go, what are you doing and where are you going? They are gonna respond to what's on the inside of you. The oil is coming forth. I declare it, the oil is coming forth. The well of the Spirit inside of you is manifesting. This is why we're not church as usual. Lafayette didn't need another church. And I'm sorry I, I say things that are a little bit bold sometimes. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. There are ministers right, right in this place that, that, that are in positions, that self-appointed positions. God never even called them to it. They're doing it because they're still getting a paycheck and they won't shut it down because there's still money in it for them. And the only thing that they can do to keep their little four, us four and no more together is control. Try to walk away from it and see what happens. You'll see the claws of the cat coming out. Because when the anointing isn't there, the only thing you can do to, 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 to keep it together is exercise control. Come on, it's getting really quiet in here. God's gonna bypass all of that. God's gonna bypass all of that and He's still gonna get His, what He wants to do. Come on, do I have a roar in the house this morning? Come on. Let me just tell you right now. That lady is about as real as you can get. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you right now, that is you, she, there's a response of the Holy Ghost in her right now. She's not crazy, I promise you right now. The fire of God's on you, Jackie. I know her well. This is a very sane lady. God, we want your move, but you've got to do it in exactly two hours. On a Sunday, thank you, because I've got to do my own thing every other day of the week. God, we want you to do this and want you to do that. But God, please make sure it happens within this two-hour period. Come on, I'm just being real. Is it about us or is it about Him? And then, well, it took a little bit long. And no, 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 please understand. Please, I'm not being harsh. I'm just saying, people go, well, church really took that long today. We're not trying to labour the service any more than what it should go. And we're, we're, in fact, we're done. We've been done here for 15 minutes at least. Some people just 
just the level of maturity is this. It's like, well, that too, too, took too long. Well, maybe you've got it all together and maybe everybody else doesn't. No, I'm just saying that from a, from a nice perspective, maybe you're just that spiritual, but then is this about you or is it about somebody else? Because some people are at different places spiritually when they walk into this building. And sometimes it takes a little bit longer for them to be able to tap into what the atmosphere of heaven is doing. Maybe you're so spiritual you can get into it quick and I'm, I'm being serious. Maybe you can just come in and tap into it, but not everybody's at the same place. That's why it takes getting people saturated in the presence of God. It's not about having record, world, Guinness Book uh, World Records. And trust me, I've been in some services and these are not long services. But as we grow, as we grow, do you want people ministered to or are you coming to church and then you wanna go to your lunch afterwards or are you here to see a move of God? And there's nothing wrong with having lunch. But if we start having 120 people sitting in the room and we've got to pray for 15, 20, 30 people and we've got teams of people praying for people, how many of you realise it takes time? And we're not going to stop because, oh, we need to have lunch. Maybe we'll send one of the team members to go get pizza and bring it back to the church. We'll carry on praying people and eat pizza at the same time. But we're not going to go. People need, people, people are hurting. People need ministry. And most ministries, and and, and I'm gonna say it, most ministries just want you in by nine, out by 10. Please, God forbid, please leave your tithe before you go too. They're happy. As long as you're tithing and you're coming and you're, you're sitting in a chair on a Sunday morning and your attendance is there, you're fine. That's all they care about. But people are hurting, people are wounded and nobody's getting ministered to. Thank you. It's true. It's not God. Jesus loved people. Do you think, how long do you think the Jesus feeding the five loaves and the two fish, how long do you think that service lasted? I mean, think about it. They came together and they fed the multi. How long do you think that service lasted? It wasn't an out service, I promise you that. But I can tell you right now, I can hear the sound of people rejoicing. They were hungry, they were getting fed, they were witnessing a huge miracle, probably one of the greatest miracles ever. They, I mean, there was probably a lot of joy happening. How long do you think that when they were in the upper room, 120 and 3,000 people came into the kingdom? Do you think that those 3,000 just suddenly came into the kingdom without ministry? How long do you think that took? How long do you think it's gonna take when your shadow begins touching people and they start getting healed? How long do you think that's gonna take? When Jesus walks into the room, people congregate, people come and, 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 and people, the Bible says that in the NIV translation, which I don't like to use all that much and God bless you if you have one, it's not a, a knock on, on that, but the, the Bible says that, that, that they almost crushed him with the woman with the issue of blood and he said, who touched me? The crowd was thronging him to the point where he was almost crushed. Of course, we know he wouldn't have been crushed, but the point is, is he was. He was was getting hit from every side. 
So I'm just trying to say what biblical ministry looks like and what we're doing here in 2022 in a lot of the atmosphere, in a lot of what we know and we call and we label church is not what they were doing. We've taught men how to be in a system instead of teaching people on how to be like Jesus. Amen? Don't get religious on me. It's okay if we meet in a building and we do this thing called church because we are the church collectively. We are all the church here today in this building. And the last time I checked in Ephesians 4, the Bible says He is the head of what? What? Okay, the head of the church. He is the head of the church. So until we gather up to be with him for all eternity, he is the head and we are still the church. And he gave that government. He gave that government. And if we operate outside of that, we are isolated and we're doing our own thing. So don't get religious to me about about being in a building. We've got to gather together somewhere. Amen? That's just logistically how we do things. They didn't have the forms of communication and how we do things now. When, you know, they used donkey, Jesus rode in on a donkey. Which would have probably been a Toyota Corolla. I'm I'm just joking. I'm joking. It It was a very fine vehicle. Hallelujah. All right, y'all are about to eat me. I'm following the cloud right now. And the cloud says, let them go. Let my people go. (laughs) All right, all right, yes, Lord. All right, let's quickly have this last slide over here really quickly before we head out. Uh, There is, there should be another two more slides. Well, yeah, we can do that right away, please. And then uh, let's go to the giving one, please. For those of people watching, if you're watching by way of online and streaming with us, we welcome you and we say thank you for watching us. We welcome you and we say goodbye to you at the same time. But go to www.destinyrevivalministries.com. Click on the Give Today button where you can give safely and securely. If you're tithing and, you, and you're connecting with us and you don't have a church, I advise you to get a church full of the glory of God. If you haven't found one yet and you consider us your church, then go ahead and click in the drop-down tithe or offering or any way you want to give. Um, and that for you here that are here, there's envelopes on that side of the building. Go ahead and just take an envelope. If you are writing out checks, make them out to Christian, I mean, Destiny Revival Ministries. <laughs> Christian Family Church. <laughs> we are a Christian family church, but make your checks out to DRM or Destiny Revival Ministries. And then lastly, if you wanna use your smartphone as a payphone, go ahead and text the following number. Uh, that is 337. Text the word GIVE to 337 337-434-3777. Text the word GIVE to that number. You will receive a text back with a link to give safely and securely. God bless you. Thank you for coming. And let's just close out here. Father, in Jesus' Name, we thank You for everybody that's come here today, Lord. We thank You for the atmosphere of heaven, Your divine presence. Lord, I thank You that there is a supernatural anointing 
that comes upon them today, that has already come upon them, Father. Lord, that there is such a spiritual stirring on the inside of them. Lord, that people will actually come to them and say, there's something different about you. What are you doing? And there's gonna be like this un, this, 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 this supernatural drawing. I just feel like it, the Lord's telling you as a people, God says, get ready. There is a supernatural anointing that I'm placing upon you. Even in the week time and you're coming and you're going, as you're just communicating with people, the anointing on you is going to be uh, contagious. It's gonna be contagious. I just see the oil just oozing off of you. And, and when I say the oil, just this anointing, the presence of God, that they're gonna start asking you questions they otherwise would not normally. Like, what, what, what is it? Something's different about you this week. Or if, they're not, if they don't even know you, they might ask you some other weird questions. And God says, recognise that as the window and begin to take the opportunity and begin to just share what the Lord's doing with you. Talk to them. It doesn't have to be that you have to quote 10 scriptures at them. Just be who I've called you to be, says the Spirit of the Lord. Let the joy, let the well where that oil comes from begin to just come. Just, just be like a shower of my goodness upon them in Jesus' mighty Name. So go and be blessed in the favour of the Lord. Be blessed with all of heaven's intentions unravelling and manifesting for your life in the mighty Name of Jesus. And all those that love the Lord said, Amen. Hallelujah. Be blessed and go in the joy of the Lord. God bless you.